This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. Uh, Joe is obviously the guy that comes in and brings this show in day in, day out, Monday through Friday. But uh, he's uh, got some personal business to attend to today, so I'm going to go solo. This is your uh, co-host, Jason, of the Patriot Trading News Hour. We sell gold and silver. The number to call to purchase gold and silver from the Patriot Trading Group is 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two. That number again is eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now, uh, I've been with the uh, company uh, over four years. Uh, Brian and myself joined up in March of two thousand eighteen. So, what is that? Uh, four years and four months. There you go. You know, and and uh, it's always been a pleasure to uh, to. To do the guest hosting on the show, and I, I was, I was, I was just on the edge of pulling a stunt that would have been kind of funny for me, but probably not for the audience. So I didn't do it. But uh, the, the very first time that Brian and I were uh, asked to guest host uh, the Patriot Trading News Hour, uh, the brand new, brand new partners of uh, Patriot Trading, and uh, we we did the show on the Titanic, and. I'm going to do that Titanic show about every occasion, about that once a year, once every couple of years. I do that Titanic show, which talks about how uh, the J.P. Morgan-owned Titanic ship, you know, one of those original Federal Reserve bankers. Uh, well, that that ship was sunken, and and the three richest uh, men against central banking in America before the Federal Reserve was put into into law in 1913. Well, they they sank that ship and killed those guys in 1912, and we. We showed all the, the evidence and talked about, you know, uh, why it looked like this was a purposeful event. And, and everyone loved it. Joe, Joe really, he put it on the website so people could find the show. And we didn't own the radio station back then. Uh, it, it was it was great. So Joe, Joe was feeling pretty good about himself that he had some pretty good partners. But then, I don't know, it was like a month later, hey, yeah, I'm going to have I'm gonna have the guys uh, cover for me again. He needed to take a day off. And Brian and I were looking at each other. I was like, "Well, I, you know, I, I had that loaded and ready to go. I have no idea how we're going to top that. <laughs> how we're going to top the Titanic show." So uh, Brian and I had this this interesting story about a guy who wrecked his motorcycle and his leg was inoperable, and they uh, they amputated it. And he asked to keep his leg, and then ended up asking ten friends from different uh, friend groups and friend and, and family groups. Uh, if they wanted to eat his leg, you know, they, they made uh, leg tacos, and we we covered the entire. I, I, just just for entertainment value, I just figured, not going to beat the show, so let's do something uh, that uh, will let Joe know a, a whole lot more about the guys he's uh, taking on as partners. And and uh, Eric was alive back then. He tell he hated it. He couldn't believe. He's like, I I, I listened to it, I, uh, and then I turned it off, and then turned it back on. You were still talking about it, and. Uh, Joe, the part of the inside joke to that show was is uh, when uh, Joe was giving us some advice, Brian and myself, on, on what kind of sh- what kind of uh, shows to do and how, how to handle the materials we're bringing to the air. One of the things is like, look, uh, delve into that material. Don't don't skip from one story to the next. You know, don't go into a story and don't leave any meat on that bone. That's what he said. <laughs> that's, that's what he said to us. And so. Uh, 
the Lake Taco Show. And uh, one of these days, I'm gonna, we're going to put it on the air at, at the appropriate time, just so people can hear that, because I, I know there's a copy of it floating around out there. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of one of those things about uh, doing radio that you can do. You know, when you have a job, uh, if you enjoy it, man, uh, it's better than having a job that you don't enjoy. You know, everyone's got to make a living. Everyone's got to, you know, have a place to live and food to eat and uh, try to have a, a, an existence that's enjoyable. And if, if the way you make your money is, 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 is enjoyable, then keep on doing it. You know, if you can you find a way to really enjoy life and enjoy the part that pays for that life, then uh, you're, you're, all, you're all ahead of a lot of people. A lot of people feel like they get stuck and they and they have to do certain things or kind of enslaved to that job. Uh, and, and we all know what's happened since coronavirus. People even feel more enslaved to their job because now their job's telling them how to act, how to be, how to look, what to take, what to put in their bodies. And, and then uh, it, it all seems to be around economic chaos. So I've got some content I want to play, and, and if you were, if anyone's listening to KHNC uh, last hour, I know that you guys in Arizona, some of you guys listen in at uh, 1360KHNC.com. Uh, Kevin LaRusso is going to be on vacation, but I jumped on the last few segments of his show because he was covering Sri Lanka, and I got some, I got some stuff I'm going to play on the next segment. It's 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 the guy that I listen to. You know, just everyone's got their guys that like to look look at and listen to. One of the guys I listen to, his name is Joe Brown. He's, I think he's, a, he's going to be a rock star on the internet. He has podcasts and he does YouTube channels and stuff. And he's going to talk about, uh, you know, we always talk about all the problems going on. Joe has, Joe will hit you with all the bad economic numbers. I'll come on and tell you the gloom and doom and how ba- how bad things really look. And the best answer we have economically is to buy gold and silver for your savings. And, and, and we try to give you other ideas of what could help you out. You know, yeah, hey, buy a little extra food. You know. There's, there's not a lot of solutions on how to fix the country, right? Well, I decided with Joe not here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Joe, Joe Brown came out with a, uh, this clip just yesterday about, hey, here's, here's a way to fix the country. It, it doesn't for a lot of people. This doesn't sound like a fix for the country, but he's very eloquent in how he presents it. So I'm gonna play his clip on how, how we could fix this country. And it may be surprising to some, but when you listen to it, and I do agree. I listen. I listened to this whole thing last night. I agree with him almost in everything. Uh, this, this is a great way to fix the country. Uh, it was Rockefeller, one of those bankers that wanted to seal up the world in his in his control, that said competition is a sin. And uh, when there's no competition, the quality and the value of everything around you goes down. You have to have competition. It makes things cheaper. It makes the quality of things better. Why does it feel like... The quality of things and, and, and the price of things is becoming more expensive for stuff that's not as good. There's no competition. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about fixing the country. I might talk a little bit about Sri Lanka and uh, compare it to the January 6th, uh, you know, little tourism that they had there a year ago. Welcome back. Patriot Trading News Hour. Gold and silver, the best way that I know of to protect your savings for long term and in the way things are going now, even in short term. Give, uh, you, you can do that. We, uh, we handle that. Uh, Patriot Training Group's been doing this for a long time. We get no complaints from our customers. If there's ever a problem, a mistake made, we take care of that. We don't hound our customers. There's no emails. Joe, Joe was talking yesterday about how we, uh, we don't bother our customers. 
uh, in this new day and age. I know that if you, you, you know, my wife will go shopping and she'll buy an article of clothing from a store. And then since I, we have a shared email, you know, that's kind of weird. I know for, for most people, you know, you, you don't share an email. Well, I, you know, I, I think uh, for, for my situation, my wife and I, we share an email. It's good because we uh, help take care of a lot of things by knowing how many conversations do you not have to have if you share the email. I don't have to ask her this or that, or she doesn't have to ask me that because, you know, a lot of this stuff, this information comes in. But uh, we don't send emails. and We don't send texts constantly. I mean, I can't tell you how much that, that store will just email, 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 email. And I feel like I'm spending a part of my life every day just to get rid of the emails that are being sent to my account to take care of uh, all my regular business. So, of course, I have to throw all that stuff in the spam file or whatever, you know. Well, Patriot doesn't do that. Uh, you, you buy gold and silver from us, it stays very private. We are you know, a very much a, a small business, handshake type of business, and uh, we will help you out with all your needs. If you need to sell gold and silver, give us a call. If you need to buy gold and silver, give us a call. If you want to trade out of a product, get into something different, give us a call. It's 800-951-0592. Well, there's always... And I got fixes for the country. The very first way you fix the country is you get rid of the central bank. That's pure and simple to me. It's not going to fix the country. It's going to it's going to stop what I think is the worst problem, which is uh, money is the root of all evil. Money is not evil, and I know people uh, they'll, they'll recite the Bible that they, uh, it's the love of money. I, I stop short of that because money is not evil. Money does good things for a lot of people, and money does a lot of bad things. And so, the root of evil is money. You know. Evil becomes worse when you fund it. And uh, you look at our central bank, and it funds all of the evil, bad things that go on out there. It's bankrupting people. It's making people lose their homes, lose their jobs. We're heading into an economic cycle, which might take a couple of years. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to slowly just be really bad, and then it might take a couple of years, and then get super, super duper bad. And I, I think when people think it's bad, it's going to get worse. And when people think it's gotten to the worst, it's going to get worse than that. I, th- I think that's what we're headed into. And uh, gold and silver is a, is a great way to fend yourself off from from these criminals. And uh, a, a central bank to me, you get rid of a central bank, that's the first step. And then you got to fix a whole bunch of other things. Well, Joe Brown's got a way of fixing America, and I don't disagree. I don't disagree with him very much. I, I, th- I think it's it's. It's a legitimate and, and very smart idea, and it's why the country was built the way it is. Secession could fix America. I, I could have covered this topic without him, and Joe likes to cover topics without uh, listening to, to subject matter. But sometimes I, you get a guy that says it better than I say it. I just want I want Joe Brown to say it. Listen to him say it. I'm going to get as much of this into this segment as I can. It might bleed into the next segment. Then I'll comment a little bit. But uh, just... Just check it out. Listen to this. You may, uh, you may, uh, this, this may uh, intrigue you. Oh, and today I have a thought experiment for you. Lately, it is becoming increasingly obvious that this nation is filled with many different cultures and groups of people who live absolutely at odds with each other. So the question is, what is the answer moving forward? With the American empire overextended and trying to shove down the throats of people ideologies that are absolutely incompatible with everything they believe in, what is the reason why this nation has to stay unified? And if 
there is no good reason for why the nation has to stay unified, does that mean that either a national breakup or divorce is the answer, or is secession the answer? And in this video, we are going to talk about those two, because even though they are taboo topics, it seems increasingly so today that secession is the answer that would fix America. Ready? Let's dive in. I have one big request for you while you watch the rest of this video, and that is that you keep an open mind about this because I'm going to use some examples for different extremes of ideologies that make up specific groups in America. And I don't want that to alienate you from the conversation here because I'm saying, hey, there's people that think this way, and then there's people that think this way. I am not making a value judgment on whether either of those those or each of those or neither of those are correct or truthful or good or bad. I'm just saying, hey, these people exist. Therefore, how is the best way to move forward here? So that's my ask. Just keep an open mind, knowing that I'm not placing value on either of those. So let's start off by looking at first the historical and legal argument for secession. Constitutionally speaking, every single state cannot have any rights that do not belong to other states. So another way of saying that is if Arizona and California have the right for X, Y, or Z, that means every other state by definition must have those rights as well, even if they are not expressly articulated in those states' constitutions. When you go back to the founding of the United States of America, there were a few states that explicitly stated that they had the right to secession, which means that constitutionally speaking, at the beginning of this nation, every single state included in the union also had the right to secede. So you might ask, why would a state have the right to secede? and what good would that do? Well, let's put this a different way. That especially this is something that, you know, many people, you know, I think on the left would identify with. Let's say I'm an employer and you are my employee and you have no choice to leave to go to another company. There are other companies out there. You might be want to be an entrepreneur and start your own company, but you have no choice. And when I say no choice, I mean that if you try to leave, to stop showing up to work, to start your own business, I can put you in jail. I can use violence legally to stop you from doing those things. So that is what I mean by no choice. Well, pretty easily, I would then be able to abuse that relationship, right? Because there's no reality in which you can escape me. Therefore, I have no skin in the game to make sure you have a good experience as my employee. I can make you do whatever I want with no fear of repercussions. I do not have to fear you leaving and me losing you as an employee. Well, the states thought the exact same thing. They said, hey, if we create a government over ourselves as a federal government over the states and that federal government becomes abusive, becomes totalitarian, has too much control, well then we want to be able to just leave. Because if we can't leave, then it gives that federal government any ability to increase its power whatsoever and abuse the state's rights and take over the position that the states should have. And the states can't do anything about it. So we want to make sure that if it ever gets to the point where states are getting taken advantage of by the federal government, we can just leave. And just the choice to leave alone, not even the act of leaving, but just the fact that that choice exists puts protection in place against the federal government from becoming too overbearing. 
bearing from becoming too powerful because it knows if at any point it does, then somebody will leave. So it puts a check on that power. Now we all know what happened a little bit later, hundred years later during the Civil War. A bunch of states tried to secede. This is where I'm going to ask you to keep an open mind here because this discussion is not about slavery. This discussion is not about racism. This discussion is about secession and the Civil War. If you look at what Lincoln actually said, there's a good book by Thomas J. D. Lorenzo called The Real Lincoln.、Uh, he's got a couple books about Lincoln. Basically, it's very, very easy when you look at the documents, the historical documents about what Lincoln said. The Civil War was not fought over slavery; it was fought about preserving the Union. The most famous example of these lines, although there are dozens and dozens of these, Lincoln said, "If I could save the Union and free all the slaves, I would. If I could save the Union and free some slaves, I would. If I could save the Union and free none of the slaves, I would." It wasn't about freeing the slaves; it was about preserving the Union. Why? Because the South was agricultural, so they imported a lot of stuff. And at that time, there was no federal income tax, and the federal government made all of their money from tariffs. And the South imported everything, pretty much, except for the stuff that they created because they were agricultural. And so they imported a lot of stuff, so they produced a lot of income for the federal government. And then if they seceded, that meant that the federal government would lose out on all that income because the North created a lot of their own stuff, and they didn't have as many imports, and therefore there wasn't as much tariff income. That was the main reason why this Civil War was started. And so Abraham Lincoln, the only president who decided to use the military to invade its own citizens and stop a constitutionally protected secession from happening. Now, again, please keep in mind nothing to do with racism or slavery. I firmly believe that the consequences of the evils of slavery were borne out in the Civil War, and the slaughter of all of the American citizens, both on the North and the South, were the consequences for decades and you know a hundred years plus of the evils that were performed from slavery. So this has nothing to do with that. This has to do with the legal and constitutional right to secession and why that existed. But from that point forward, the right to secession was obviously gone, and that discussion hasn't come back up until pretty recently. And now we are sitting at a place in America where we are more divided than we have been since the Civil War. So now the question comes up: Why are we trying to prevent secession from happening today? Why do we think that it is necessary for people who disagree with each other about almost everything in life—how to live, the rights to have—from being a part of the same nation and forcing them to have the same set of laws? You look at one group of people, and let's say the stereotype of somebody on the far left. You're looking at the nation and saying the nation is taking away my rights. Let's say the rights of women to choose. You say the nation is protecting the rights of evil people to kill people whenever they want by making sure that they have access to dangerous weapons. You're on the left. You're saying there are people who are empowering evil corporations to take advantage of us. Keep. Poor people, poor, protect the rich people. Why in the world would you want to still be part of a nation that does all that? Wouldn't it benefit you if you were able to be a part of a different nation that had laws and regulations and a culture that corresponded with all of your ideals? Corresponded with everything that you value. Wouldn't it be better if there was a different group that was the opposite of you? To let them leave, because then your nation would be more closely aligned with what you wanted. Now, let's say on the other side, you're on the far right. You're looking at the country and you're saying, "Hey, the country is stepping on our rights. The country is full of politically powerful people that are keeping poor people poor." 
protecting rich oligarchs, protecting the rights of people who want to mutilate children and kill babies and take away our rights to protect ourselves. Those are what things that the people on the right are saying. If that's you, why do you want to be a part of a nation that is doing that? Wouldn't it be better if you could be a part of your own nation of people with like-minded beliefs and ideals? Wouldn't it be better if you allowed somebody on the other side to leave and form their own nation so that they can not be influencing you? So it really boggles my mind here why anybody on either extreme or even anybody in the middle would be opposed to secession here. It's a win-win for everybody. All right, so we're going to come up on the break here and... Uh... I got a little bit more. I want because he's gonna he's gonna he, he set the case. I think very well that uh, why should you be forced to be a part of a nation that you disagree with what's going on? And, and so I, I think a, a lot of people uh, talk about civil war and all this crazy stuff that could happen. But what happened with Abraham Lincoln is uh, the, the right to secede sort of melted away. You know, it's, it, it doesn't get talked about anymore. So we we became more nationalized instead of individualized. You know, we used to have a a, uh, the, uh, a United States, and it's more of just the USA. You know how these, they just say USA now? It, you don't hear much people say the United States because it was it was it was kind of fashioned a little bit off the the Scottish tribes. You know, you know the, uh, they were all separate and they had their own clans. And then if there was an exterior of uh, attacker, you know, the British or something, they would. Unite the clans uh, for a greater foe, but otherwise they were very individual. So if you, if you didn't like one clan, you can move to another one. Well, he's gonna. Joe Brown's gonna talk a little bit more about how that would actually look if we uh, let see, uh, Stacey see. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. I'm your solo host, Jason. Joe is uh, taking some time off today for some personal business, and uh, I am doing a little bit on how to fix America. We always talk about how messed up everything is. Uh, even if it is kind of a weird way to see it, uh, maybe secession fixes the country. And I think a lot of people are starting to warm up to that idea. It is actually the way the country was built, America, which is great. It's a great, it's a great, you know, it's a great name for a country. The United States of America. You notice how that United States gets used less and less. It's America or it's the USA. It's kind of the same thing about our government. You know, we're a constitutional republic. Oh no, no! Everywhere you hear, every single politician, our democracy, protect the democracy. It's a democracy. You know, they're going to – the Donald Trump thing you know, that happened January 6th is destroying our democracy. Really? We shouldn't have a democracy. Maybe we should just destroy the democracy. It's, it's, a, it's a constitutional republic. It's, it's the same thing with the United States of America. The country is built in a way that if any of the states did not like being united in these states, it could step out and decide to become its own country. Uh, it's a great system. You know, creates competition, makes prices go down. Keeps uh, governments honest, uh, but no, it's, uh, let's turn this all into one big new world order, and uh, that the people at the bottom have no choices. So, so Joe Brown was setting uh, setting up the idea that hey, do you have different ideologies, you should be able to to, to, to leave. Well, why would you want to stay where you want to stay? And this would be good. Now, let, let, listen to him explain why this, you know, all the reasons why this could be good ran a question on Twitter recently. I said, what is a good reason to oppose secession? And the main answer that people said was avoiding war. But when you ask the question, what's the main reason to avoid or to stop a, I guess, a peaceful secession, then the war isn't the answer there. Because by nature of asking the question, hey, should we allow secession? Then that wouldn't be something that would prompt war because you're allowing it. So then the second main argument is, hey, it'd be really complex to deal with things from business transactions actions and taxes, international trade, look at what happened with Brexit. And my answer is, eh, 
that's kind of the point. I mean, whether you're on the left or you're on the right, you're looking at things right now and you're saying politically people are too powerful on the right. And then on the left, you're saying corporations are too powerful. Secession would fix that, right? Because smaller, smaller government, local governments get more power. There's not as much top down. The power is more skin in the game, more closely held to the people who are making the rules. So that solves the political power on one hand. Then on the other hand, you've got the corporate powers greatly reduced. I don't think it's any secret to anybody, but the United States being one country instead of 50 countries makes it much easier for businesses to scale and grow across states, right? Because you're dealing with basically one set of laws instead of having to go into each different state as a different country and deal with those laws and establish businesses. That means it gets harder for corporations to grow. You don't want them big. You want local businesses. You want entrepreneurship. You want small businesses. You want individual ownership in local businesses that create wealth. You don't want these massive corporations that swell and scale to the point of being bureaucratic and massive billions, trillions of dollars businesses that can enforce their political will over hundreds of millions of people by lining the correct pockets. So you want those divisions there to make it harder to grow. That makes it easier for the local people to succeed. It spreads the wealth out in a good way, in a non-artificial way, in a way that promotes bottom-up, which is natural from a decentralized freedom individual standpoint. And so from many points of view, again, whether you're on the left or on the right, you can look at this and say, you know what? Secession would actually be a good thing here. If you're looking at the nation, you're saying, hey, California wants to secede. The loser is the Democratic Party in the rest of the nation, right? Because they lose most of their voters to California becoming a nation. So it's not the people in the rest of America that lose. It's not the people in California that lose. It's just the Democratic Party that loses. Let's take a state like Texas, and let's say they want to secede. Who's the loser there? The Republican Party. They lose a lot of their voters. It's not the people in the rest of America. It's not the people in Texas, because then everybody, on average, gets more of what they want if that was to happen. The last question about this is looking at things like debt, looking at things like military, and obviously that would be complicated. But when you consider the alternative, that we have a nation that has scale to the point of being so big it will break. When you have an empire that gets as overextended as we are. We have military bases in or near every country on earth, hundreds of them. We have a national debt that will never get repaid. We are on the brink of a deflationary death spiral or a hyperinflationary collapse, one or the other. It is not possible to survive on the path that we're on. And really the only answer is, are we gonna go down the entire ship collapsing or are we going to allow some lifeboats to escape and allow some individual freedom here and try and go about the dissolution in a smart way that allows most opportunity for most people to not get taken down with the ship? And in my opinion, that's the answer. And that's why I think secession is a solution that could provide most of the answers we need for how to move forward as a failing empire. Let me know your thoughts so there you go, secession, and, and uh, you know when a big empire is is uh, dying upon its own weight, uh, it breaks down. And uh, the, the the best model we have in history for such a thing is the the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire broke into two big major pieces. Kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? And uh, they, there was moral decay, there was economic decay, and with all of that, their huge empire was breaking down. And if if you were one of those northern European countries that was being serviced by the Roman Empire, you'd, 
you'd given over your country or you were conquered some time ago. Well, good luck to you because uh, they, they, could, they could no longer send their Roman troops up there. They couldn't afford it or they just simply didn't want to do it. And uh, it, was, it was a very bad time in history. It was called the Dark Ages. It wasn't the end of all humanity. It wasn't the end of the world. It was called the Dark Ages because it was just a time of economic, uh, I don't know, I, I guess you can call it stagflation that went on for 700 years. Stagflation that went on for 700 years when the Roman Empire fell. Now, we're, we're in modern times. I think things work differently than in Roman times. Uh, I think we're going to head for the Dark Ages. And uh, Joe and, and others, don't, they don't like to hear my time frame, but I think 50 to 100 years. I think it takes that long when, when this, this new world order breaks down. Because first of all, they're going to get their new world order. And then, it's, then it's, it, when it breaks down, how long is it going to take to fix it? It could take a little while. And uh, secession is the best way. You break it down into pieces, let people govern their own little areas, control their own corner of the world. And, and what is gold and silver? Gold and silver is taking care of your economic little corner of the world. It is individual freedom. It is, it is a great way for you to protect yourself against the thieves and the crooks that are out there constantly telling you what you should do, when you should do it what you should buy, how you should buy it, the money that they're going to force you to use, all the stuff that we talk about, Joe and I, Brian, and the rest of the guys on here. And that's just the way it is. And uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see things like this. You know, the, I talked about democracy versus uh, constitutional re uh, republic. The powers that be do not want us breaking into smaller pieces. They want us all in one big piece that they control. So... I'll talk a little bit about gold and silver on the way back in. We'll talk a little bit about, I want to talk about a little bit about Sri Lanka, another indication of how how things are not going the right way. And, uh, and then uh, stay with us. All right, welcome back. Patriot Trading News Hour. If you want to buy some gold and silver, uh, it, it's really easy. You call 800-951-0592. I was not able to put together a special for today's show, but... Uh, uh, give us a call. I know we had those Indians uh, yesterday. I don't know if we have any of those available. You might want to call and inquire. Uh, but we had those ten dollar Indians yesterday, which we're, we're doing. We, we sold a, a brisk amount of those. But uh, let us know. Uh, you, know you want to inquire about something? You want to uh, talk about the metals program? Some people don't. I don't know what to buy. I don't know how to buy it. I just want to be, I'll be able to put some away. Uh, I, I'm convinced. I've listened to the shows, but I don't want to have to think about what coins to buy or what specials to buy. We have the metals program. It's very easy. Uh, it's $100 a month minimum. You can do a million dollars a month if you want. You can do $200 a month, but we have a minimum of $100 a month. Every three months, we'll give you a call. Uh, we, we make our purchase uh, every quarter, and then uh, you, you get the benefit of, of a larger scale buying. Uh, it's, it's pretty obvious. You know, volume discount. The more you buy, the cheaper we can get uh, those premiums above spot. And so you can, we get to throw your smaller amounts of money into a bigger pot and try to get you a, a better price. Than we normally would. It's the metals program, and so you just give us a call, 800-951-0592. Same as well, just buying gold and silver day to day, and and uh, we'll answer all your questions there. Love to get you on the metals program. It's been growing and growing and growing. It's an easy way to not have to think, you know think a lot. A lot of people they they know what to do, they know what they you know, but they're not really excited about gold and silver. They just know they need to start doing it. Great way not to have to think about it, and uh, there's lots of ways to. To set up the metals program, you can you know send a check every month, or you can have it taken out directly every month. Just you know however you however you're comfortable with it. So uh, the ladies over there in Arizona will take care of you. 
at that 800 number. So um, yeah, we just got done talking with, uh, listen to Joe Brown talk about secession being a way to fix the country. It really is a way to fix the country because I'll tell you right now, a couple of states break off and people start moving there and uh, the economy starts heating up and doing really good there. Well, the other states are going to have to either break away and do the same or the other piece of the country that's left is going to have to, uh, well, fix their stuff. And uh, uh, I'd love to see the day where, uh, you know, the central banks go down. I'd love to see the day where the governments are uh, once again beholden to the people. I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime or not, but I do know in my lifetime I've done a lot of taking, trying to take care of myself, my family, um, you know, the people that I care about the most, and, and the, the more I can acquire, the more I can financially be stable myself, the more I can help others. And uh, the best way to help is by example. So I'm always trying to, to let people know about gold and silver, let them know about what's gone on in, in, in history, maybe some of the things we've been misled on. And uh, those are the kinds of things. So uh, yesterday, uh, last night, I, I, I occasionally uh, watch the, the, the mass media news, uh, I have one of those digital antennas on my TV. You know, you used to just have an antenna on your house. You just turn it on. Of course, they want, they want to know what you're doing at all times, you know, every day of your life, every minute. You know, you can't have just a regular antenna and just turn in the local stations. You have to have a digital antenna so they can digitally send you the the television uh, that you want to watch for free. You know, you used to have free TV. It's very very hard to do free TV nowadays. But anyways, I'll turn it on. The first thing that comes on. Usually, I go to a movie channel where I put a put a film in or something that I want to watch, but first thing that comes on is my digital television, and uh, the local news will come on, you know, maybe the local, maybe it'll be the, the national news for whatever station that pops on my screen, and I tell you, it was uh, over just, I think, a five-minute span, uh, the national news was just pounding away at the, the January 6th, the Trump trial, oh, the, the insurrection, they were trying to destroy the government, and and it was it was a coup attempt, and these evil people, you know, just you know these these basically these uh, these tourists that were led into the building. And I know there were some guys breaking windows. And I know there was some vandalism. I, I understand that there the uh, people were hot in the situation, but I, there weren't people burning down buildings. I mean, to me, if there was a riot and there was people trying to take down the government, wouldn't they have just burnt the Capitol down? Wouldn't something more severe have happened? But that aside, it, the national news was talking about you know. Whatever the, the update was, Steve Bannon's going to have a uh, – he's going to testify and this and this and that. I, I, don't, I don't like – I don't pay attention to this, this type of stuff very closely because I know it's, it's, it's all about mesmerizing you into a lie and choosing sides. And I don't I don't bite. But, you know, there it is, January 6th. Okay, well, a couple, couple of minutes go by and Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka has defaulted some months ago. Uh, their economy and their inflation is out of control. Their country is systematically being destroyed economically, and the people are rising up. You may, you may start to see this a lot more and more. There's a lot of these countries are having these uprisings. Even people in China, which are very, uh, they're very, very well ruled by their communist government. They don't do a lot of right. You know, what, what, what's the last time we remember China rising up? You know, it's oh, oh yeah, yeah. You saw that, saw that. College student standing in front of that tank. You know, everyone remembers that. But in Sri Lanka, they're they're having a big rise up, and 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 it looks like ants flooding out of an anthill. They went to their capital building, the presidential palace, and they eliminated the the ruling people. You know, the ruling class in, the, in their country are stepping down and, and they're retiring. They're they're going away, and 
people rose up, and it's uh, and and the same newscast said that this was like a freedom situation. This was this was the people getting getting you know standing up. This was within five minutes of of the insurrection in America on January sixth, and people going into the Capitol and and violently killing and attacking and destroying everything. The, the people at in Sri Lanka. It, it, I've never seen so many people stuck to a building. It was it was, it was massive, and I'm all for people wanting. You know, I'm actually good. I'm actually happy for the people of Sri Lanka if they want their government to go this direction. They want to take out the people that are in charge and put new people in. I'm all for it. Unfortunately, I think these people have been misled. I think that uh, the change in, in government in Sri Lanka is is another way to enslave them with debt enslave them with a, a new system that's going to be much worse than the one they have now. They just don't know it. And I think a lot of, country, a lot of countries are going to be suffering this. Right there on your news. Right there. Right there, Within a five-minute span, one is an insurrection. One is a freedom fight. It's the exact same thing. Everybody better watch out. You better, you better hold on to your gold coins. You better, you better get all prepared for the next few uh, months, the next few years, what's getting ready to happen. Patriot Trading Group. We'll be right back. Final segment on the Patriot Trading News Hour on a Tuesday, July 12th. It's uh, pleasant weather in Colorado. I'm not in Arizona, but uh, Joe was telling me it was pretty, pretty hot over there. I know that we're supposed to have more hot weather here. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not too worried about hot weather. I like hot weather, man. I mean, I, I don't like cold weather. You know, I don't want an ice age. You know, I, uh, they talk about climate change, global warming. I, you know, you heat things up, things it tends to be more life and. and <laughs> Better times, you know. Just that's just me, but but uh, yeah. Sometimes it gets a little hot. You know, I I, I don't like it too hot either. Just, you know, I'm like anybody else. But uh, uh, here in Colorado, uh, I've lived here my whole life. Lo- love love living here. Obviously, if I didn't like it, I would have moved out. I, I love my family and people I've grown up with. I don't have a, I don't have a ton of friends. I'm not one of those people that are very super friendly. I'm I'm, I'm more satisfied with myself than some people. A lot of people, you know, my wife is very social. She loves people. You know, she, she's got more friends on a couple of pages of her phone list than I probably have on my entire personal phone. I probably have like, you know, 15 people there, and she's probably got 1,500. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you, Joe Joe and I, we, we see things very similarly, and then some things we're, we're a little different. And uh, I, I don't know exactly how this thing's going to roll out. Uh, I know things are going to get really tough. But I, I have a feeling that, uh, as an example, when, when Barack Obama came into office and he was supposed to be the guy, you know, he, he did the Bush bailout, and then there was the, uh, the Barack Obama bailout, you know, and then, and then we had about eight years of Barack Obama saying that he was fixing the economy, and it just kind of went sideways. Uh, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have a lot of foreclosures and housing crashing. We didn't have the markets crashing. Things were slowly building back up, but it was... It was considered a good time for, for the news and for the average person walking around. That was, these were good times. But I, I think what we're getting to is the, in between these crashes that we've been having, I think we're going to have bad times that are, are going to be portrayed as being normal. And this could go on for a while. I'm not sure if we're going to have the big, huge crash that everyone's waiting for. I don't know. It, it could definitely happen in the next few months. But I definitely, the way I see it is we're going to see it go sideways and be bad and just continue to be bad and continue on. Until there is some sort of a day of reckoning, was it going to happen this year? It'd probably be better if it happened now. Kind of, I'm kind of a, a rip the bandaid all off at once. I don't like the slow tear that we've been having. But if it's a slow tear, it could, it could be tough. It could be tough for a long time. And 
you, you guys out there, you guys, you guys got to protect yourselves when it comes to finances. Gold and silver is the way to do that. 800-951-0592. Uh, uh, Brian and I, we played a thing that uh, was sent to us by a listener. Uh, trust, trust Ultra, trust Naomi. A lot of people have heard of MK Ultra as a uh, mind control program. It has a lot to do with some of the school shootings and things of that nature. Uh, well, there was something that was along the lines of that, and it was called MK Naomi. Uh, Brian and I played this before. Uh, sometimes people ask you, you know, when you have a strong opinion, they, 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 they joke. It's like, well, tell me how you really feel. Well, the, the next hour, I think I'm going to do a little bit of how to, I'm going to tell you how I really think about things. Sometimes you just have to go a little soft. Sometimes the audience doesn't want to hear exactly how you think if you've if you're, you got a really hard message on how you see things but you know sometimes you sometimes you just let it out and so then uh, so, i'm gonna play some uh, some of this uh trust ultra trust naomi you'll be shocked when you hear it i'm gonna talk about carrie mullis carrie mullis is a name I, I need to be mentioning a lot more and you'll be hearing it a lot more and that's uh, because that guy was very important you know we people wouldn't understand the world the way he understood it and he's a very intelligent guy arizona we'll see you later